shit and I think 2024 is the year haven't decided spring haven't decided fall haven't decided venue maybe Hotel Peter and Paul that rhymed beautiful that's like a haiku that I just wrote sponsor Hotel Peter and Paul do you want to sponsor my wedding sponsor the gay wedding sponsor the gay wedding we dare you run me my coins be bold I wanted to be there so bad and I wanted to be in the Elysian Bar. Be where? At Hotel Peter Paul. What do you mean you wanted to be there? I want your wedding to be there. Oh, you want it to be there. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said that you wanted to be there. I well, I but you do want to be there, and I You'll will be there, and I will be there. Ashley's be officiating. officiating. <laughs> the, the minute, <laughs> the Please. literal second that I was notified of the engagement, I said, "Please hold," and I got on the computer, and I got ordained immediately and sent them my paperwork <laughs> fun like, fact ashley's an ordained minister now which <laughs> i don't know if that makes me feel very safe or very scared about the world if you would like me to wed you i would be honored but i'm doing sydney and mel first so you can get on the wait list i do think that the ceremony is one question that keeps coming up for me and i think we have decided on that which is that we will have no ceremony oh yeah no plot twist the ceremony will be you me mallory photographer Mm -hmm. in a room in a courtyard in a corner of the venue somewhere gorgeous somewhere gorgeous we're taking pictures maybe i don't even know how the photographer there honestly i've been questioning Mm. that but we're reading our vows to each other you're there we sign the paperwork we have to have a witness so maybe the photographer is around simply to sign paperwork and we cry and then we cry and we have our own moment and then we join a beautiful dinner party that is being held in our honor that we're paying for the best food best it has food. to be the best food we're thinking just like sexy sexy wine pasta dinner sexy italian wedding yeah i want my breasts spilling everywhere i want wine spilling i want breasts spilling i just like things are spilling like maybe an orgy happens afterward hot if the vibe is right you know who am i to stop my guests it'll be like everyone will just be women and then kyle (laughs) oh it's kind of true mallory has a couple of gays who will be there also and like maybe our parents i don't know tbd get get a little weird you know they have to go (laughs) they're really leaving (laughs) excuse me let me let me clarify here that i don't i didn't mean to include our parents in the potential orgy scenario i just want to be very clear that this is not a safe space for incest jokes of any kind Perfect. <laughs> Speaking of breast spilling. Oh. We went wedding dress shopping yesterday. We literally went wedding dress shopping yesterday. Can you believe? My very best friend on the planet, who I'm sitting next to right now, uh, planned a beautiful morning time wedding dress try-on for me. During the St. Patrick's Day parade. Also known as straight pride. Which was difficult for us. That was... We did I mean, have to fight. To <laughs> we did have to fight through an entire parade in front of the uh, wedding dress shop to get into the wedding dress shop. But so we did many go. white men in kilts that were just blaring really bad yacht rock. I just don't love a like beer centric holiday. No, you know, like no. you're not going to catch me at a holiday where people are throwing cabbages for fun. That's weird. It's weird. I don't want to shit on your culture. I'm super Irish as an Irish American, and I do not participate in that holiday you've got like two irish ass three actually yeah all of your names are irish as hell super fucking irish yeah and i do not uh subscribe to the holiday thank you that's how i know that you're a true ally (laughs) we went wedding dress shopping (laughs) ashley set it all up she invited our most fashionable friends um which is exactly the people that you need to help you make a very hard decision i wasn't expecting to really walk out having chosen a gown but i I had never tried on wedding dresses before and I wanted to have that IRL try on experience. And I, you know, Ashley did her due diligence by which she called in oh my advance. Fucking God. I call this place. Are we naming names? You don't have to. I called this place. I think like overall was great. Overall, 
I knew, I kind of maybe knew what I was getting into more than my friends knew what they were getting into. Well, I called and I was like, hey, I had mentally prepared. My friend is getting married. We're coming in. I've never done this before. This is her dress size. I don't know what sizes y'all carry, but like, is this fine? And then they were like, that's not plus size. And I'm like, for sure. That's not really what. Wasn't trying to indicate I'm, that. What I'm trying to ask basically is like, can she fit in these fucking dresses that you have on the floor? And if she can't, that's going to be really fucking awkward. So like, let's, what's happening? Let's mitigate this. And he, they were like, oh my God, no, it's going to be fine. Like we've done this before. This is our job. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Mm, Doesn't soothe me at all. Soothes me 0%. I did not trust. <laughs> zero well, trust. I said, okay. Okay. And then we show up and a 22 year old bitch is just having to like hold these fucking dresses around your body. Here's the thing. Okay. I, uh, was prepared for this. The, the women that I brought to this dress try on were all thinner than me, you included. And it, it's, and, <laughs> and so I knew not being an ally, not an ally. But, and, and I just know, I just know from my normal shopping that like, even though I am, I'm kind of smack between like, quote unquote, straight sizes and mm-hmm. like plus sizes. Like I'm right down the middle. Um, but I can usually fit into things at most stores. Like I don't usually have a problem, like generally shopping, but that wasn't even my concern. I knew that they would have be able to order a dress in my size. Yeah, the problem yeah, yeah. is but what's I, the on the floor on, to try on. That's what I was asking about. And it is comical because I already knew that those dresses are sample size dresses. Yes. They are twos, fours, sixes, maybe. 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 And they might have a couple of like bigger dresses laying around. But their their whole thing is that like supposedly they're going to be able to like pin you in to this dress and make it work. The problem with that <laughs> is that as Ashley described, what they mean, I, I guess the most advanced fucking wedding technology is that a 22 year old, as you did express, just simply holds your body into the dress <laughs> as your friends look at it. And like, just like tightly, tightly, just fucking tightly squeezes you, you into in, this fucking mm-hmm. dress. Yeah. So God bless, um, Mary who sweet. so sweet angel Mary, but like, I would say probably 50% of the dresses it, that, that I brought into the dressing room to try on. I really couldn't get a good sense of what they even would look like in my size because of how, much of my own ass cheek was quite literally just out, out Asshole in the dress. Out. My rectum was in full view of my friends, like drawers out, it. breasts out, belly out. Like just a lot of body was trying to be shoved into a very small dress. I hope that in other cities it's not like this, but this, it was that was like appalling to me. I was like, this is an industry that it has so much money and has been around for so fucking long. Like people above a size six are buying fucking wedding dresses. Like, where are they going and like, how are they being served? And is everyone having really shitty experience when they go do this thing that's a very special and costs like five thousand fucking dollars? Yeah. And you're going to make you're going to hold them in to a dress and then be like, pay me. Here's here's the, the bill's five k, and you're gonna be like, Drop. but I gave you some cheap ass rosé. Like, what are you doing? I it, whew, I'm getting so bad. I can't. I am so so frustrated. I'm like, I'm opening a wedding store. Like, again, I'm gonna I, fucking do it. You know, in my conversations with my friends who are married, this is maybe why I wasn't stunned because mm. this experience is what I was told time and time again. And again, not even by my thick bitch friends, like my skinny bitch friends have been like, good luck. You're not getting into the fucking dresses. Like it's, a, it's like, a, it's not just like, like the plus size girlies will go to like a plus size boutique and like probably have a better and different experience. But the, the everybody Anyone in the middle, in the middle is fucked. And, and that's, you know, you and I just both with our work, like I think we think a lot about, the customer journey, the customer experience. You have to light the customer. I can't imagine bring like I can't imagine coming up with a business where the customer journey is we get you in this shop. It's lit with neon lights. We're serving you champagne and in front of all of your friends, we're gonna literally put you on a pedestal, sausage you into a dress that's about five times too small for you. Open the curtain for a big reveal. 
one of our staff is having to stand behind you and physically hold you into the dress because it's the only way we don't even have clips big enough to hold your secure the situation to secure you in you can't even see what the dress may in the future look like on you And and at the end of it we're like would you like to spend several thousand dollars with us to to have to have spent one and a half hours feeling like dog shit about yourself have fun huh great business model guys great really job smart. everyone's gonna choose you so that only but i don't think it was this shop i think it is all shops but that's why i'm like is that what's so when you know it's like if everything is shitty then like you're just choosing the least of the evils yeah it's it's but again like i said i did a lot of mental preparation being like i'm going to this very vulnerable experience with my friends my friends love me i didn't worry that i would feel weird in front of my friends but i also knew that like you know some like body stuff might come up if i don't fit into these dresses and there were several in the room that like after a couple of them just like didn't fit like there was one that was so beautiful it was like sheer like mesh pearl with like an like an under moment that was solid Mm. and i could just visually see and like touch the material i was like this simply is not even getting over my my chest like it's not gonna even get over the top half of me much less the bottom half of me that gorgeous ass (sighs) girl and i was like you know what i don't even actually want to try to put it on because i'm just gonna be like pissed i would be so embarrassed if i were the shop people and the shop girl was like like i said like she was like oh you know it's just like sometimes they're easier to get over but like it's like the girls with the booties you know and and i was like yep i've got a lot of ass and she was like and there's nothing wrong with that and i was like and i know it bitch yeah like what are we about to what are we doing right now (laughs) first of all i'm hot like i'm not you know what i mean like this shit looks good when I Why have a garment to that be fits like me. weirdly empowering to me. Yeah. Like, like honestly, the whole time I felt like the thinly veiled, like tap dancing around, like how awkward it is. I'm like, I'm like, just call me a fat fucking cow. <laughs> like, like just, just walk into your dressing really... room and start fucking mooing at me. I would actually respect that would it be more. Better than be the more like careful clear. language that you're like right. using around this experience. And I like, or just stock a fucking dress in a size that you could pin on a skinnier person and that would like properly fit someone that wasn't a size fucking two. Like, why would you not get the biggest possible Just size? Two si- do two or sizes. Or two sizes, a smaller and a larger, you know, an SM and an LXL, you know, like, why like pajama not? sizing or whatever the fuck. And because more people, you're going to have more luck pinning a big dress onto small people that are smaller than the dress then you're going to have trying to stuff someone bigger than the dress into, into the, dress. the dress. It's too, I just, it, we, we logic, will never get over it. Yeah. The logic we will never get over it. doesn't logic to me. Like, again, it just seems like bad business. And then to like the audacity of being like, cool. So you tried on at least three that got, that we could eight, that we could get onto your body. The other seven, we couldn't even really get a feel for. Now, would you like Here's to spend five to $10,000 with us? The answer is no. Would you ask a like? Would oh you God, have that would feel, shitty again, of a like, service experience s- and, then, and then be like, "Here's your invoice, client, for yeah. several thousand dollars." Know that you weren't satisfied during any part of this experience at all. I'm not going to acknowledge that. Period. And I'm giving you a receipt. Thank you. Let's so chat. Much. Come back. Come back. Would love. Know that you probably want to try it on again, even though it won't be the one that we order for you. Still in your won't size. fit your fat ass. <laughs> Good but luck. Come back. See if you like it again in three months i understand now why the whole like sweating for the wedding like the toxic diet culture around what like i get it because they from from moment one you're engaged from the first goddamn moment you're you're having your first like bridal experiences in the bridal shop and you're feeling like dog shit about yourself or you're you're, like doing a photo shoot the photo shoot and then you see the photos you're like cool i'm fat i or like or i don't like the photos because i don't like the way that this like the commercialization and like social mediaization of, of weddings wedding. has made everything so fraught. Yeah. And it's like, we are now expected to be like, I'm expected to put on an influencer level production to do something that is as ancient as human beings are. Yeah. Like it just seems it's really cuckoo. trite. Yeah. So we're going to burn it down. <laughs> We're just going to complain about it the entire time. We're going to participate fully and just complain about it the entire time. I'm just going to cut checks and it's, it's not my role 
to fix it. But I do want to both for this podcast and for other people getting married, queer, straight, otherwise prepare you for that. Like there's a mental toughness that you're going to need to get through this process. And again, like we're not even planning a big wedding. Like we're not even, it's like 20 people. Yeah. Like 20, maybe 30, 40 would be obscene for us. Like teeny tiny wedding. Neither of us have any real family dynamics to deal with because we have such small families. It's like, no one's invited. Surprise. Like, so I can't even imagine planning a bigger and more complicated ceremony. Like God forbid when your wedding comes around, when and if, Oh, for me? Yeah. I'm foregoing all shit. She's not doing it. She's eloping. This is the, that's like what I'm talking about. Like yeah. this whole thing. And I started out mm-hmm. doing social in the wedding industry. Yeah. So we've like in that, we know we've been in there and it's like, I'm just garroted, garroty jodied out by it. Okay. We, every, every conversation that me and Mallory have. And like anytime that we have like run numbers about even the absolute most cheap bare bone scenario, we're coming out at 10 K. Yeah. And like and that's a fucking down payment that's a lot of money like i i mean i don't know i guess if you've got like rich parents or like if you make shit tons of money that's not a huge ask but like when you're paying for that yourself like it really makes you think about what is important to us oh my god and we thought about eloping many times but then also we really felt like you know our whole lives are here our people are here our support system's here it's not gonna i don't think it would feel quite as real to us if we didn't have that sort of like community shared experience of being like here we are as a couple presenting ourselves to our friends and family and being like we're doing this we're a family now we're a family now the cultural and like societal importance of that i think is important for gays i totally think it's important i I think if you're straight you can get away with eloping if you're gay you owe us a fucking party everyone deserves to and is required as a gay to have a huge fucking wedding or just have some wedding situation well, they put it out in the last month's gay agenda. So it's, I'm just, so it's just official now. I'm just, yeah, I'm just relaying the news. Perfect. I feel like, um, with the, so my, the whole thing, I was like, We're, I'm not going to do this. And then my mom and my sister, Oh, my sister's dating someone and it's serious. Little and sis. Little sis. She's four years younger than me. And my mom and I went to lunch one time and she was like, so Kelly is probably going to get married and, you know, we have money saved up for a wedding and we're going to give it to him. And it's going to be like, you can either spend this on a wedding or you can spend it on a house. And it's like 30,000 fucking dollars. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of fucking money. And so she goes, in the spirit of fairness, you too, upon Kelly's betrothal, shall receive... $30,000 to go towards a wedding or a house. And I went, what the fuck? Where have you been hemorrhaging $60,000? Do they have it buried in the like, backyard in a cardboard fu- like, box? It, it, it's, it's probably like already, like it's in gold, like somewhere like far away. Like my dad buried it a long time ago. Like I, I'm like, we didn't live the way that we live. Like we were fine, you know, yeah. but like that. There you didn't was, think that there would be nope. a pot of gold at the end of some kind of fucking rainbow for no, you. No, and I didn't. And also I dated a guy for five years. And they never and brought it up. never <laughs> was brought up. I think that's an important note. I'd like never to, brought up. I'd like to flag that. I was like, interesting, mother. Like, what? So tell me how you really feel. That was appalling. But I was also like, I'm never going to be able to own a home. Not with these interest rates, baby. Not, no. And I was like, I'm never like, what's the what? Like, this is ridiculous. And I don't want to do this. Or I'm going to get really rich one day via career. I believe in you. And I'm going to throw a crazy party and it's featured in Vogue. Like, that's the goal. You know, I it, I see no in between for you. No in between. Yeah. It's like, actually, like, I couldn't get married anytime soon. Right. Because I don't have any Vogue editors in my phone. You know Yet. what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yet. Give so another decade. Yeah. One more decade. I'll have a chin, you know, Oh, and we'll be throwing the fucking party. You think I'm getting married without getting chin liposuction like, first? Like, first of all, first of number all, one thing on the agenda. First of all, we're both getting chins. Don't fucking disrespect me. Don't even think that I'm hiring a wedding photographer before I get my neck fat liposuction out. Have I already got a quote from a plastic surgeon? Yeah, baby. Like, are I've we spending it. 10K on the wedding or are we spending 6K on the liposuction? We're starting with that 6K liposuction. 
So the wedding's actually 16K, but that's okay. It's a part of the budget. We're building it's it into part the part of the budget. Look, just build it into the budget. I yeah. think Sarah Becker would be really proud of us. Yeah. For budgeting. We're paying, we're <laughs> thinking hard about those numbers. Becker talks money, you guys. Yeah. Good look, go look them up. She's great. Great She's financial us, advice. Uh, everything, I, everything we know. That might not be a good selling point for her, actually. Um, I'm still working on the touch points that she taught yeah. in her courses. Process. But I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to spend this money on a fucking wedding. Like, I'm buying a fucking house. Correct. So there's no other choice. There's no other answer. There's no other answer. So that's like, that's where it's going. So again, like, I'm like, I don't know how people pay for this shit. People that have a wedding and buy a house. Rolling. Oh my God, rolling. Let me, let me heal us all. I'm going to take a moment to heal us all. And I have to heal you regularly on this topic. Oh God. Okay. The people in your life who you're looking around mm. and you're going, wow, incredible career. So happy. So successful. Uh, house, car, vacations, vacations. Um, Fuck. You know, they're in the Maldives constantly. They're on the coast. They're on the Almafi coast. They're on the, they're, they're, they're on the yacht. They're on a yacht. They're, they're just constantly out of the country. Okay. If you, if you did not grow up wealthy, I just want you, I just want to unfortunately set the record straight for you. It's unlikely that you're going to have that in your life. Love you. Sorry. Love you. Sorry. Sorry. And I also want to let you know that the, the reason that they seem so much better off than you and they're so young and you're like, how, you know, I'm such a fucking failure. Like, why am I not on the Amalfi coast with a cocktail in hand, like several spritzes deep and like two babies, you and know, and like with a nanny for a living. Don't, don't even ask yourself those questions. Cause number one, you're poor. I'm just telling you right now. Sorry. Number two, their parents are paying for it. I say that with love and I say it with respect and, and I jealousy think, and jealousy. And I think we just like <laughs> have got to start like asking questions and being more honest. And like, I don't expect people to divulge their financial information to me, but like, but there's also a lot of parent money, your financial information to me. When I started I looking into know. buying a house, I asked all the people that I knew who bought houses. How did you buy a house? Do you know what? 99.9% .9 of them told me my parents helped me dead parent. Whoa. Inheritance from grandma, dead parent, parent who set aside money. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for our generation, if you're in your early thirties, late twenties and you own a house, it's highly unlikely that you own that house because you were just super smart with money. You got help. Or like made a lot when at like a younger age or whatever. And there's nothing wrong to be clear with like how amazing and lucky are you that your family could help you do that? Yeah. Let's not be, I mean, like I just said, like, yeah. Um, I'm how like, amazing. there's no fucking way. Like that's incredible. I thought that I was never gonna be able to like do that ever in my life. And and I know your parents enough to know that they probably had to sacrifice a lot oh to put that money aside God, for y'all. So that's super nice of them. Super nice. But like, please do not get yourself in a situation where you're comparing your life and your set of circumstances to someone who comes from extreme family generational wealth. Number one. Number two, the people who do not have generational wealth and are also looking like they're living really fucking high on the hog. They're in they're debt. debt. They're in a lot of debt. Yeah. Which again, we like all have me. to take on debt. That's fine. Like Ashley, <laughs> we all have to take on some debt, but like, and if you're comfortable doing that, then knock yourself out. But like, don't or, beat yourself up yeah. because you're living a more frugal life. And it's not good, you know, live your life, but also like, let's not get in, let's not be in debt. So, you know, let's we're not, working on it. Let's not be burdened by thousands of dollars in, in debt at a young age. Let's try not to. Let's, let's be in debt. Let's be in debt for ways that are going to earn us money. Let's get the good debt. Let's get good debt. That's smart survive. debt. So thank you. Heal yourselves. Go easy on yourself. So are you going to buy a house? We're still dealing. We're still dealing. Where are we buying that? We're, I'm, it's we, because I'm. You're going to live in it. I'm considering that I'm living in your house. <laughs> obviously i'm moving in i don't know we're it's like they're buying a double shotgun yeah we want to run out the side and then that makes me feel the landlord feelings feel so weird like i don't know how to feel about that at all that i'm like i don't want to participate it's hell in this it's hell shit that is kicking out long-term people that have lived in new Orleans. i don't want to be a part of that i'm from new orleans so i'm like okay at least i feel like i I've, i'm from here so i can I can participate in this in a way that doesn't feel this super disgusting. Please buy a house here, dude. You're literally born and raised here. <laughs> I feel so weird. That's I so have weird. I feel so guilty about no, so much. No, all the time. Um, it's a complicated feeling. I like rent is so high. So then 
buying a house and then making the math work to where like you'd have to charge 15 to $2,000 of rent for half of a double shotgun or for a, one of the apartments in like a fourplex. I get like so grossed out and maybe it's the people pleaser in me where like if someone moved in and they, you know, it's like, and then, and then the landlord has to like raise the rent and then like, there's like things wrong with the property unit and like you fix them. But like, sometimes that can be really shitty. Well, and the I problem just, is that no one dreams of like growing up and being a fucking landlord, but some people do. Well, the and problem, I think that's really fucked up. No, it is fucked up. And the other thing is like, you're not doing a job. You're making money on, other people who don't have as much access to, to have, liquid cash as you. So it's who need ultimately housing, shitty. Which is like a, a, a super socialist. Like I am like, everyone deserves housing. Like we should all just like have a roof over our heads. It's like the vibe. It shouldn't be a privilege to have shelter. Yeah. But it is. And the other thing is, I think like you even being conscientious about this is good. I think unfortunately the way, Oh God, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Wow. We really don't. We don't know what the fuck it, we're talking about. We just have about. some feelings about it. But like, I think that like where a lot of people get sucked into the landlord thing is that they simply cannot afford to even buy and pay their full mortgage without, without the help of someone else. Yeah. I mean, that's like where we're at. The only reason it's that the housing we are market considering that's buying a house is because our rent is so expensive and we're like, we could save money by buying a house and renting out the side of it. And the only reason I could buy a house is from parents helping. And so it's kind of like, it's almost like we have to. <laughs> Kyle literally looked at me the other day. He was like, we have to buy a house. Well, we can either throw money away or we can build any kind of fucking equity. And then hope that a storm doesn't come and like wash everything away. And we just lost all of the money we ever had. That's exactly what happened to my dad. Literally. Literally. My parents went to home. That was their real only asset. Um, you know, Baton Rouge flooded in 2016, historical shocking flood. No one in Baton Rouge had flood insurance because historically Baton Rouge doesn't flood. Insurance people would so never have terrible. even sold them a flood insurance mm -mm. policy because it would have been cuckoo nuts to do that. So, yeah, he ended up getting a check from FEMA for like $17,000. Like what a fucking joke. And had to live in a FEMA trailer on his own property for a year. So I never got the money back for the house. No just lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. So like there's, that's the other thing too, is like our parents were not, we didn't inherit our parents' world. It's a whole new nightmare and God bless our parents for trying to help us. But also like, I don't even know if the house is the best way to throw your fucking money around. I, know. I mean, that's just, I would take your, your 15 K down payment and then I would take the other 15 K and I would invest it. Do you know who could tell you how to invest it? Becker talks money. Sarah Becker at Be Becker talks money. <laughs> This is a plug. This is a plug. Um, she will definitely tell you how to invest that shit. She may even do it for you. Um, someone should. Please someone else do it for me because I will do it wrong. I already know. I'm going to do it fucking wrong. I just don't know when I became like 30 years old. No, but like when I became 30 and I was like mortgages. Like uh, it really does shift, which, like, is, uh, which wedding, is so weird. Mortgage. Like, uh, like, ew. I think in my mind, I'm 17 and like. Why am I fucking worried about this? Why are we not at the club? Yeah, like I just want to be like smoking a J, just chilling, chilling, vibing. But I have to like fucking it's pay like bills. Work. I have to like so I have to like get health insurance and like pay for it out of pocket because I because of America. You know what I'm so scared about? So we have really shitty. I'm so sick insurance. of you. I can't. I can't and deal with the subject matter with you. Anymore. I know it's so bad. Because the insurance isn't shitty. You just signed on to a policy that you didn't know what it was and you weren't happy with it. There was two. We signed on to a different policy. I told this person all the things that we needed. Again, you switched policies. I switched policies from the shitty policy that okay. I got my birth control replaced and they charged me $3,000. And then we switched policies with someone that I told all these issues to and they were like, oh, no problem. And so we go, I go to the urgent care because it's like crazy sinus season. And I'm like, just give me a fucking steroid shot. I need to get over this. And it's like, that'll be $99 for the appointment. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they were like, no urgent care takes your insurance except for this one location in Kenner. And I was like, I will kill myself. <laughs> I think it's important to note. Can I, can I just, can I just pipe in to say, number one, we're both self-employed. Yes. So we have to, we have to buy our own insurance on the market. Number one. Number two, Ashley has historically, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to be honest with you has made poor choices. Poor, poor choices. On like how, like the specifics of how she is insured. 
and not just not just her health but her car oh everything everything I'm really bad at the paperwork. I'm bad at reading the paperwork. Details are not her strong suit. I'm bad at understanding what things mean. And so, I have so a UTI I struggle right now. Oh. And I'm like, how? <laughs> and I'm like, how? I can't go to the gynecologist. You can. Okay. You can go, but you're going to pay cash. Yeah. That stresses Which me out. Which for me is fine. But like you probably are like me and we probably grew up with parents who had very decent insurance. And so we never had to pay any copay. Yeah. But we aren't like that anymore. We're paying out of pocket. We pay a low monthly rate. And because we do that, that means we pay full price. For everything. 200 plus dollars for a normal doctor visit. Which is insane. It's, it is insane. But it's also not that insane. Like, if, if okay, here's the thing. It's you can a, pay. You don't know about You can it. pay $400 a month in insurance. For sure. For sure. And then get like a $50 copay at the doctor. Or you can do what I'm doing and you can pay $120 a month and go to the doctor one time a year. and go to the doctor one time a year for $200. And it's fine. And you're going to tell me that doesn't shake out better. No, I mean, I think, but that's why but I you weren't expecting that. A big and bill. I was not expecting the big bill. And well, I was like, you know, who cares? Fine. Whatever. Fine this print. is us dealing. We're not dealing. I'm not dealing with health insurance. <sighs> I can't wait. I'm like, do I just marry Kyle for the fucking insurance? Does he have better insurance? Than yeah, you? he's got Blue Cross baby. He got that BCBS. BCBS. Not that Blue Cross Blue Shield. So sexy. I'm like, why have we not eloped yet? Because um, I mean, that's reason enough. Mallory also has like state funded Blue Cross Blue Shield. And the only reason that we haven't gotten married yet is because we're too stupid to figure out how to get a pre-pre. Oh, we're trying to get a pre-pre too. We're trying to get a prenup. I will only be prenupping. So you can, I also found out that you can post up. <laughs> you can do a post. <laughs> you can prenup. You can post up. So normal, but post up. You can do a post. Sounds like a post nut clarity situation. Ew, it does. It does. You can do a post up, um, but we want to do a prenup and I'm, I'm literally, I'm not exaggerating. I cannot figure out who I need to talk to, to do it. Don't know how, like don't even know what I want, like a lawyer, but like, do I just call and say, hi, I, I need I a think prenup. You call a law office and you go, I need a prenup. Don't even say hello. I need a pre. I need a pre-pre. I need a pre-pre. I need a pre-pre. And once the pre-pre is signed, as far as I'm concerned, we can go to the Justice of the Peace and get the paperwork done now. What the fuck? I, I didn't know. know this was a problem. We could fix this right now. This has been the only thing holding us back. Oh is my that we're God. both too stressed about call, the paperwork of it all. I'm going to call like three people tomorrow. Well, I know Ashley knows. You know, this is why being friends with Ashley is such a value because she's always got a guy. You're just like your dad. You know, know. I've always, that's the only thing that I want to be like my dad about. She's got a guy. Like you need something. She's got a fucking guy. You need a plumber. A guy. She's got a guy. You got an need a graphic designer. She's got several. Or I got a guy that's got a guy. Her guy's got a guy mm-hmm. <laughs> or a girl or anybody. We're gender inclusive here. Yeah. Guy like the neutral version. Yeah. Like, a, like, Hey guy, Hey guys, guy. uh, plural, which can be all the genders, all the genders. Mm-hmm. Are you getting married? What are you doing? <laughs> are, we, need to, I, we need to discuss the elephant in the room, which is the ring. Wow. The bitch is calling me out. Okay. So I went to Gulfport, Mississippi with my business partner, Charlotte, and we went into an estate sale from, um, it was called Bernard's. Bernard's Antiques. And Bernard is an 80-year-old gay man. That is so fucking fabulous. And he throws all of the estate sales in like Biloxi. And he runs this tiny little shop full of like all these antiques and rings and everything. And we're looking at all the jewelry and he pulls out a case and I see a signette ring that is super Victorian looking, um, has like a diamond in the middle of like a star on the face of it. And then on the inside it says to Paul or Jack or something from Lily. 1956 and I see this ring and I go fuck because I'm like this is Kyle's fucking ring <laughs> like you know when like it's like when you re- like realize that you love somebody yeah for the first time and you're ring. like oh and you're like fuck like now I'm gonna have to fucking like tell them that I love them like you know it's like that sort of scenario it's really difficult for my best friend who has an Aquarius moon and what's your fucking Venus in again Taurus a fucking Taurus Venus it's very difficult for her to feel those big love feelings it's so annoying it's just annoying them. who's <sighs> annoyed with being in love Ashley I know it's like inconvenient so I like <laughs> 
It's not her brand, okay? I'm so detached. I'm an Aquarius. Um, I don't participate in these, like, earthly... Earthly delights. Delights. So, which is so opposite for, like, what my sign is as a Taurus. But, so, like, that's definitely how I felt about falling in love. And I saw this ring, and I felt the exact same way. And I was, and then I, that's how I knew that it was, like, correct. And I was like, damn it. And so, I was like, okay, I'm just going to buy this ring. Because it's like, I can afford it at this moment. And... It's his ring. Like, he needs to have this ring. So then I was like, okay. And Charlotte was like, oh, my God. Like, you're going to give her Kyle. Cute. Like, you want to give him to her for Christmas? And I was like, that's a really cute idea. I love that. My favorite proposal has always been the fucking My Big Fat Greek Wedding proposal. The, oh, come in on. In the bed. Come on. I mean, is love there it. a better I think that was proposal? kind of like my proposal. That's kind yeah. of how it felt. Cash. You're home. Yeah. It's cash. Like, not everyone's coital maybe post-coital yeah. like you it's you're like just chatting you're just looking at each other you're just like murmuring and then like a ring's there and you're like oh my god that's exactly the vibe so she's to charlotte she's like this is just a ring and to me i was like oh you know and i was like uh and she was like could it just be a ring you can't just give like, someone no, a fucking ring. I was like, ring. no, like Kyle doesn't wear <laughs> rings. Like this would be like the ring. And she was like, oh my God, like you want to marry him? And I'm like, I guess. I guess, like, <laughs> fuck. Like, you know, like all, it's so weird. Cause you're like, okay, this person, like, again, like uh, we've gone through a lot of shit together. Well, she couldn't let me have one fucking thing. She couldn't let me have one moment. You've been engaged for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it just feels like, you know, interesting timings, all I'm saying. A whole fucking year. Look, interesting. I was did not first. Okay, I didn't think that I was gonna have see this. You know, it just like happened. Sure, sure, you know sure, sure, I mean? sure. The tap dancing the tap is happening. Dancing. But I was like, okay. Then I had to really think about it because I'm like, okay, I bought this, and it felt correct. And I was like, I think like the commitment thing and the like being together forever with somebody. Like, if I was gonna do it with anybody, this is the person that I would do it with we've gone through a lot of different difficult situations. We've like built a lot of things together. We've done a lot of projects together. We have done social things together. We've gone to weddings. We've done the vacation thing in many different scenarios. We've navigated financial things. Like you're doing it. He's planning on the house. Like he's got the spreadsheet. Like we make a really great team. He's my best friend. Like, and I want to fuck him, which is like, I think the, like one thing that I try to you know what I mean? Exactly. So I think that's like the trifecta in a way, like yeah, for it, me. Well, you know what I always say? I'm like, you kind of like, yeah, you can't really ask for more than that. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it is. And he's a very capable human being and I trust this person. And so, you know, I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people in my life are like, oh my God, you only been together for like a year and a half. And like, are you sure? And like, it's forever. And, like, what? and I'm like, and Ashley's like, all of my best friends are lesbians. And so unfortunately, <laughs> like, this is my standard. Like, you know, you're like, you're like Tarzan who was raised among apes, you know? <laughs> I'm like, we moved you're in together culturally in three gay. months. Yeah, you know like, you're I mean? culturally gay. Like, yeah. you're straight, but you're culturally, culturally gay. Culturally gay. And like, Kyle, like, this is normal. Kyle's also queer. So then like, we're like, we solve problems like lesbians, you know, like we. Lots of just, conversations. Like, cry yeah. and like talk to each other, like while we hold each other in bed, like. You know, she's not stereotyping, by the way. I'm she's being correct. Like, this is actually the truth about lesbians. And like, if you're a lesbian, you don't relate to this. You're a fucking liar. Or also maybe go to therapy anyway. Yep. So I was like, OK, I want to do this. And it was like, is it happening on Christmas? And so then um, he works on Christmas and the next day is Christmas Day. <laughs> and then it's and then. We were spending, I was spending my Christmas Eve with family. Christmas Day, we had a loan together, which was really sweet. And I was very excited about that because we don't get a lot of time together because he works in restaurants as the GM of a restaurant. And um, then we were going to go see his family the day after. So I'm like, oh, it'd be really cute if when he gets off of work, Christmas Eve, really late. And we're just like on the couch, or like in the morning. A little quiet Christmas little romance. Quiet present exchange santa came early babe you know i'm in a santa suit you know a negligee a negligee so he came home and he gave me a long letter and it basically was like hopefully by this time next year you're my wife and then i popped the question it was very romantic it was really disgusting it was really cute what did you say do you remember 
Do you feel like sharing? You don't have to. I was like so, it's, it felt so, I was so nervous. Not because I didn't think he was going to say yes, but because it's of like lot. the symbolism yeah, of it. it and like, then, but it wasn't even, it was also like, okay, then like other people have to know and like other people get to ask questions and then other people have to like give me their fucking opinion. And then other people have to be like, are you sure? And like, then you have to like defend your fucking religion. And I'm like, I'm over it. The people pleaser in me is like so over it because I, will disappoint people that's so crazy like that that that, i just know that that's not how my brain's wired because that never not one time occurred to me i mean i was like and i'm sorry uh, that that even like tainted your moment in any like even though like you got through the moment i hate that any part of you was thinking about other people yeah how they would receive that that that's like on me like i need to like fix that well yeah but it's like so annoying um and that's why I didn't want to tell people because I no. was like, this is really special and I just want to be for us. And also, I don't think we're engaged because like I don't have a ring. So. Well, I kept, I kept so you, know, you were texting me and I was like, OK, I love this journey. Love it. Um, What does it mean? What does it mean? Like, are you all engaged? Are you all pre engaged? Is it like is it like is it like being diabetic versus being pre diabetic? I think it's pre diabetic. It's like you're pre engaged. You're not engaged, but you're pre engaged. We're pre engaged. I think it's like, oh, I found the thing first. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you know? I think I think me and Mal kind of did the same thing, right? Because like she proposed in February of like twenty what twenty two, yeah. And then like I proposed that March, like so like a month later. But like that in between time, I was like, "Are we engaged?" Right. We we felt like we were engaged though. Like I we think, told people that we were engaged after mm, her like mm, popping the question. Which also, but in the like, if you were gonna put, if you're gonna genderize it, yeah. And like identity wise, like I think you would say math. Mal is more mask and like yeah. you are more femme and so sure. it's like in the traditional standpoint of things like that's what i wanted you know like i kind of put that on us yeah is, like fucked up but like i think i just always we, we talked about it beforehand and i was like i always imagined being proposed to and she was like i have always imagined doing the proposing and i was like mm. great this works out great right but i also felt like i wanted to propose back because I think it's something that both people agree to. Yeah, I you know? love that. And I agree. And I always wanted to propose. That's hilarious. I mean, classic you. Classic. <laughs> the masculine energy of Ashley. I just like couldn't. I'm like. Uh, it's the masculine energy it's the, and it's like the bossiness. It's like, oh, you're going to like spirit like no, like I'm making this decision. Yeah, You're never going to relinquish enough controls. To let no. someone like pick a fucking ring for you and like, oh my ask God. you a question like that. He's like. You're going to go with the jeweler. But the, okay, the this idea, is the real thing. Though. I would have a stroke if I had to pick out a fucking ring for you. No one is picking out anything for me I would have a time, stroke. Poor ever. Kyle. I know. But so what's interesting is we had like my mom kind of like I went to my mom's house at one point and she like put all the kind of like family diamonds, which like I say all it was two. And they're not very large. She spread them out. She spread both of them. them <laughs> all two of them. Um, and like mama is like set that, that they like took the big ring out and my grandma has. So it's like tiny diamonds are on, but like, there's not a lot, but she spread them all out, the three of them. And my, she, she basically looked at my sister and I and was like, fight. <laughs> like, it was like, y'all figure a, it out. It was like picking a dog. She literally team. like, just like you were like, down and uh, said that one, figure it out. And <gasps> like walked away basically. Melissa. And <sighs> Carrie Melissa of her. And so Kelly just immediately like picks. She Well, my mom has worked for a jewelry line, a jeweler for like a long time, a luxury jeweler. And so she puts both little diamonds that are like the same size, which are both a carrot or like almost a carrot. And she's like, this one's nicer. This one is less nice, but they're still both good, which I didn't understand because they look the exact same. (laughs) Clarity versus size. Yeah. I don't know. Huge. And so Kelly was like, well, I want the nice one. And I'm like, Kelly, which I didn't think I was going to feel any which way about this because I'm not sentimental, but my grandma does have dementia mm. and they're my grandma's diamonds. And so I was like, oh, I kind of really want to have like a part of her, Aww. you know, like forever. They're both her diamonds, but I'm also like the reason why I wanted the nicer one. Is that the one that she wore more frequently? It's that I'm the firstborn. <sighs> you, I thought I had you get feelings. first pick. I'm okay, sorry. But so when I, when I don't Kelly, have siblings, but when Kelly was graduating, my mom was like, what do you want as your, um, graduation ring because her school didn't really do that and my grandma had a wedding like an engagement ring that was like a diamond and like pretty and good and it was it was nice and my mom was like would you care if kelly got this ring which is like basically a first pick like important sentimental object and i at the time was like very much less sentimental and i was like whatever she can have it 
who cares? And so Kelly got that, which is super sweet. And that could be used as an engagement ring for sure. So I'm looking at Kelly and I'm like, bitch, I already let you have the fucking engagement ring. And you're going to come at me and like try to fight me. This Aries over child. This that's fucking, why. Like, and I was like, I would like to have a discussion about this. <laughs> like, I would like this. And Kelly was I like, well, we I want it. Death over it. And I was like, logically, you have like, I was a lawyer. Like, I was fucking prepared. I was like, so in the summer of 2007, when you, you know, like I like got in it. And I got really intense and I got really like monotone, which is, I think, what happens when I get really angry and I'm when, trying to when Ashley myself. When Ashley gets monotoned, run. I'm the fear. Like, I actually have a chill thinking about the way that you get when you are like, so you like you go. So the thing is, um, <laughs> it's like so bad. Like, so here's the thing. I'm about to I'm about to kick your ass verbally. <laughs> It's all that I have. It's really Buckle all that up. I have. Like I can't defend myself physically. Like I have no other point oh, you're so of scary. defense. So I can be really scary. I got this. I got scary. And Kelly was like, okay, fine. So I have the big ring. And then we were talking about the, the, the band and I was going to go to my mom's jeweler and like, we're going to do this thing. And I was going to have my own little version of a synyette, And we both have little synyettes. Oh like my our God. Rings. Just, oh, okay. And then he finally tells his mom that we're going to do this. That you're pre-engaged. Well, he finally tells his mom, which he was scared about. Because this is interesting too, the bisexual situation. Yeah, this is a whole dynamic. It's a here. whole dynamic. So he is like, okay, if I admit that admit that I'm gonna be with this woman forever, then my family is gonna be like Does this invalidate yeah. my sexuality? Does it invalidate my sexuality? Mm -hmm. And does everyone now like, oh, that was a phase and ha ha and the bisexual struggle. It's really important to me to be loud and proud about that. <laughs> Like no, on really. behalf of him. Really. And like, especially to his family. That's hard. It's hard to be like, I came out as bisexual and now I happen to be very like interested in or currently dating or like I'm about to marry someone of the opposite gender. And then like, does that like, I think that ugh. it's hard. Like, I know that it's I hard. empathize. I do. And and I feel that hardcore for him. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be screaming that like that. Like that does not invalidate his sexuality to me at all. Um, and so, but he was really scared that his mom was going to like react in a certain way about that. Yeah. And the first thing she said to his surprise and delight was, Oh my God, I have the perfect ring. Very sweet. Very unexpected. Very lovely. <clears throat> However, that was not a part of the convo. So now there's a whole other ring. To now I have now. to like try on this thing. And then we're going back and forth about like, is that the one that we want? And what happens with Nana's thing now? So it's like, you know, I it's a wanna, weird convo to be having. I'm like, this is so surreal. And like, it doesn't, it feels very like arbitrary, but like, it it's really important. Real. It doesn't feel real. It's really weird. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta say that, um, there is a, my family has <laughs> nothing, but <laughs> <laughs> there's no diamonds waiting for me that I know about, but Mallory's mother who is divorced from her father, does have a, a big diamond. fat fucking diamond a rock and she wears that thing every day and i've seen it and mallory has talked about it like it's it's a it's 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 comically large and real and she's divorced she's divorced let's emphasize that she's again. divorced not planning on remarrying not planning on remarrying that we know of um but alive and well and this is her mother's diamond this is like a, you know, this is the generational diamond. Yeah. That's what the offering is. And except it's not offered. It has not, it has not come up. Hasn't been offered. Hasn't come up. And I, mm. I, 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 it's hard for me to not make assumptions about what that means. Um, and not that we ever even talked about it or asked, like Mallory proposed <laughs> with a ring that I wanted from Porter Lyons, shout out local love, local jewelry designer. They do really fucking cool, different stuff. And like, I wanted something cool and different. And I, I'm obsessed with my ring. I actually picked my ring before I even knew Mallory. Yeah. You like I saw the ring and I was like, I will be proposed to with that ring. And then when she was like, I want to propose to you. I was like, here's Here the ring. Is. Here's the link, bitch. But, you know, just there's other things lying around. So it's like, why but wasn't knowing, that just around? Knowing that there's a little a, a little thicky, a little thick diamond lying around. I'm just like, I just I'm curious. I think it's because it's the mom. It's the moms. Like it's a it's the grandmothers. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder, too, like, you know, 
Yeah. You know how you You're were like, try to bring the queer into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how, you know how your mom or like, you know, the question of like the money came up because your little sister's getting married, but it never came up with you and your ex. Right. Like, that's how I feel. I'm mm. like, I'm like, is it not coming up because her mom's like, this bitch ain't gonna last. Oh, that's my fear. I don't think that's true. Like her mom really likes me and I really like her mom. It's just hard. Like on the back but of the brain. I can't help but yeah. be like, cough up the ring. Give it to me. Cough up that diamond. That's my diamond now. I, don't, I mean, I don't even really care that much, I think, but like it no, feels symbolic. Yeah, it does seem symbolic. Yeah. But I'm very happy with my ring and um, I get a lot of compliments on it. So it's a gorgeous ring. Thank you so much. It hurts to wear it. <laughs> it does. It pinches. It's very sharp. It's like a lot of like little, little diamonds. diamonds. It's like a lot of like little baguettes and they're all like kind of asymmetrical and like crooked on purpose. I kind of like that, though. It's like I love it. It's like that's a very sexy. I'm upset. I'm literally a sexual like fact about it i love it and it but slightly it hurts. hurts sometimes to it's a wear. reminder it's a constant reminder yeah of love being pain <laughs> um here's what we know love is pain and it's really great sometimes and it's real and it's possible and so i think that um to conclude i would say that um never give up well no Give up sometimes. Um, no, I was going to say love is real. And y- who, you know, we're as surprised as you are. <laughs> shocked. Absolutely fucking Lily shocked. But what I will say is that when, like, anything for you will not pass you by. Yeah. It will, like, bang you on the head if it's for you. I, I believe that. And let yourself, let yourself, like, fall in love you know because i didn't i was very resistant to that for a long time i think so i think it's normal to be hurt but i think that like we are both living proof that like there is recovery from that and like not that our story is over Mm -mm. because like you know god god willing who knows how things will twist and turn but um we're still dealing with different things and new things and i think that we really just um we're excited to be back behind these microphones. And I think we're excited to share more about this next phase of our lives and yeah. our careers. This is, we talked a lot about one little bitty aspect and there is so much more. We have so much to catch you all it's up It's been so many years and God, so much has fucking happened. So much has happened. I need like several more hours and several more bottles of champagne, but I think we're going to have to leave you there. We're going to leave you with this. See you next week. See you next week. This is simple.